You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. This is Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. Check out my stuff at the Old Spirit. Oh, I'm spirit.com and affiliate on three. On with me now is my buddy Left Field Mask. Have you revealed your identity? <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much. I mean, anybody that read the story, I guess, that your buddy Chase wrote years ago had my name in it. So um, I guess, you know, it was kind of early on when, when Chase wrote that story, and I guess maybe I should have had a little more anonymity, but, uh, but, you know, it kind of grew from there. Did you just find like a Michael Myers mask in your closet one day? No, it's actually, it's a, it's a funny story. So, uh, it was before the season started 2011 when Mike was a freshman and I think it was Oxford Eagle put out like the, on their online edition back then they had the, um, each player's walkout song, you know, all hitters, all, you know, all position players, all pitchers. And I saw that we had this freshman named Mike Myers and obviously he didn't spell it M M Y E R S, but, and I saw that his song was <laughs> was the Halloween theme. So me and your, your boy Patrick, uh, we we just cracked up about it. We thought it was hilarious that this pitcher came running out of the out of the bullpen to or you know warmed up to the Halloween theme song. So we joked about how funny it would be to just buy a mask and just stand there uh, when he was when when he was warming up or when he pitched or whatever. So I bought one uh, that season and. I I think it was when they played Alabama. It might have been Georgia. Or maybe I think it was Alabama. It was the Alabama series 2011. And, yeah, I mean, that was when Mike was in the bullpen. So I had to bring it to every game. Um, and so, yeah, did it. And it, it kind of called. By the end of the year, I think I'd gotten on the Jumbotron a time or two. And it kind of it had call, called on people, especially people out in left field that saw it, you know. And then, then of course, in 12, he was, you know, Sunday starter. And so I had to wear it a lot longer, but at least I knew when I needed to bring it. So that was, I guess you could say, when it really took off was in 12 and took it on the road a couple of times, took it to Athens, took it to Alex Box, took it to uh, SEC tournament. Um, wish, I, wish I could have taken it on the road more. But, yeah, it was, it was a fun deal. Hard to believe that's been 10 years. Did anybody try to fight you out in the outfield at one of these visiting stadiums? No, no, they, most of the time they, they were like, what? I mean, because like, for instance, I took it to Georgia and I mean, they're to say their fan base is pretty apathetic about baseball is an understatement. And they, they were just like, people were just like, what in the hell is this guy doing? They didn't connect the dots because at the visiting stadiums, there's no Halloween theme song, you know, it doesn't, people don't realize it, you know? So, um, by 13, when I took it to Alex Box, I think he, Mike was well, a pretty well-known, you know, stud pitcher in the, in the conference by then. Uh, and I had gotten on TV a couple times, uh, you know, back when they would do, you know, you know, this was, of course, before SEC Network and the streaming and everything. So games here and there were on TV. And I think, I think, they, I think there was a game against LSU where I took it all. I, they, they had me on camera when I took it off, and I had a huge stash, and uh, it was – it was a hot, it was a hot day, uh, out and out and left at Swayze, but um, but but yeah, no, never gotten any, never, was never accosted. Uh, if anything, kids, uh, kids at uh at Swayze, little kids would like throw rocks at me and stuff. Uh, 
funny story. One of Bianco's kids, I can't remember which one it was. I think it might have been Sam. Sam, if you're listening, you might remember this. He was throwing a tennis ball at me. And I was, of course, doing my thing where I was just staying still. And he was hitting me in the chest, hitting me in the chest. Well, I timed it just perfect. And I snatched it in the air where he threw it at me and just crow hopped it over the bathroom in center field and then just went back to standing. And uh, Did people so lose was, their shit out there? Come on. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. People, people everybody that saw it just, just cracked up pretty good. But, uh, but yeah, um, it was fun, though. It was a fun, fun time. You know, had a fun crew we sat with back then. And, uh, Went to went to a lot of games, man. It was it was fun. It's great to be back in Oxford and be able to go to, you know, every game. So you know how I know we're all this started in 2011-13. Mike Myers is now a 31 year old, uh, three MLB organization player in Major League Baseball, and you and I are yeah. fully formed adults, and we're still talking about it. I mean, do you still do it? Sometimes you still go out there and do it. Oh, no. No, I did take it to Omaha. I did take it to Omaha and broke it out for the final co- – I, I threw it on right after the final out. I wasn't about to uh, have any bad juju and put it on before the final out. Although, the way Brandon Johnson came out and was pitching, I think I could have and it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. But I was very – I was I was uh, very superstitious about it. So, I had it – you know, took it in the stadium and uh, threw it on right after the – right after the final out and I uh, wore it around for a little while. And uh, it was – but I think that's going to retire. I think you know what. And, and oh, and I took it. I took it to Hattiesburg. We took. We talked a little bit about that. I took that's it to amazing. Hattiesburg for the super regional. So uh, and threw it on after after Elko caught that final out. So it was. Uh, I, I I I feel like it's probably what better way to send it out than than that. Oh no! If they go back to Omaha, you have to pull it out again. That's my thing. Like from this point forward yeah. until your dying breath, it'll only come out so rarely. Like the true Michael Myers, right? So when it does pop sure. out, it'll be this novelty thing. So now you just got to pull it out in big moments. Yeah, no, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not uh, opposed to that. You know, um, I, uh, I do think I will say that if if the Revs had a chance to, you know, dogpile, you know, in a super regional at home, it would definitely make an appearance because that's that's I guess you could say that's one of the, you know, something we hadn't gotten to do. Is, yeah. uh, the, the two times we've clinched to go to Omaha, it's been on the road. So that would that would just off the top of my head, that would probably be a be one and yeah, if we go back to Omaha, it, it'll probably make the trip. I know I can sneak it in the stadium now, so that's that's good. <laughs> Did you ever take breaks, Mike? Man, he would. I mean, go you can go look at his some of his lines. He he would pitch six, seven innings. Yeah, you know. And so my routine was I would stand whenever he was out. The, the second he ran out of the dugout to go back to the mound, I stood up and and and, and then whenever we went to the plate to hit, I would sit down and I'd keep it on um lift it up to you know take a sip or something but i'd keep it on and kind of just be sitting there with a mask on amongst everybody and then i'd stand back up and and uh and then i would take it off when he came out of the game but um but no never any breaks um it was there were some there were some hot there were some hot days for sure rock i can remember sweat i can feel the sweat dripping dripping out of it yeah, those are the moments when you're questioning your life choices. Like, why did I decide to do this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, what have I, what have I, what have I done here? Yeah, I mean, and after you've had five to five to seven uh, alcoholic beverages, you know, yeah, brews out there, and you're like, you're having to stand there. It's it can get. You're like, okay, really wish this ending would end. That'd did you ever great. get to know Mike? Do you ever kind of embrace it? And, and... Oh yeah, man. No, me and Mike still keep up. You won't meet a nicer guy on this planet. He, um, it was funny after 
I didn't meet him until 12 after I'd done it a couple games into him starting after the game, we were all hanging out and still kind of hanging out there in left field after the Sunday game. ended. And all of a sudden the team had broken. It was doing the thing. Kids were on the bases and we see a player. I didn't know it was Mike at the time, hop the wall along the left field line and get on the concourse and start jogging. And while, and I, and when somebody was like, Lowry, that's Mike. And he came running out there and was like, dude, I just hadn't met you yet. And I just, you know, want to say, you know, thanks. It's awesome. And, so that was the first time we met. And then, uh, and after that, man, I mean, yeah, we got to know him. I mean, I got to know his family and his parents were great. He had a younger sister who at the time I believe was in like high school. She ended up, I believe playing volleyball at Ole Miss. Um, great. Just, yeah. Great people. His, his mom, dad, so cool. And, uh, I was so pumped for him to, you know, have the success he's had in the bigs and, He's on. He's on my Royals now. So yeah. I'm pumped to see that. Yeah, man. That's Hopefully, what I'm saying. Uh, Have you followed him at all in the major year. leagues? Because I mean, the Cardinals, St. Louis is five hours away from Oxford. You know. You yeah, not- and that was a huge when he made his big league debut, and it was not not the best debut I know uh, when he, they played the Dodgers. He, uh, I would have gone had I been had it just you know life circumstances been different. But I was on a plane headed to like. Orlando or somewhere in Florida uh, for work whenever that and I was watching it on my phone and um and I, I but if I had been able to I would have I would have gone to to, to St. Louis and taken it but but uh, now I did wear it a couple of years back when he was pitching for the Redbirds they played I was living here in New Orleans and they um fantastic and 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 I took it I saw him at Swayze and he was like dude I'm gonna be pitching uh in a couple of weeks uh against New Orleans and so I wore it I took it and wore it uh, at a at a the, that was back when that was before they were the baby cakes. It was when they were still the zephyrs. So wore it then. But no, man, Mike, great dude, and uh, yeah, followed him when he was the Cardinals. Followed him, you know, got traded out to the uh, to the Angels, and really had a big. I mean, had a big year in that uh, in that COVID season. I mean, had some you know some of the analytics and you know everything. He he kind of transitioned to a reliever, you know, late late relief closer type role, and was pumping gas. I mean, he was hitting triple digits and stuff. I think he had a, struggled a little bit some last year, but um, pumped to see if he can do something in KC, man. Your national champions are back for another exciting year of Ole Miss baseball. Show your support for both Ole Miss baseball and the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation by signing up for the Pledge Per Win and Pledge Per Home Run campaigns. Donations are charged every Monday, allocated into your blue priority point total, and are up to 90% tax deductible. So sign up today by visiting givetoathletics.com slash donate. That's givetoathletics.com slash donate or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation at 662-915-7159. That's Ole Miss Baseball and the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation, 662-915-7159. And Ole Miss fans, Morgan Wallen is bringing his One Night at a Time tour to Vaught-Hemingway Stadium April 22nd and April 23rd. Tickets for both nights are still available and start at just $78. To purchase, visit MorganWallen.com. That's MorganWallen.com. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. 
Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. It's a new year, and that means setting new goals for yourself and your family. And there's no better time to throw financial goals into the mix. Because the past year has been stressful for lots of people, me included. So why not take this opportunity to reevaluate where you are financially and where you want to be down the road? And that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group and wants to help you set your financial goals and work towards a more secure financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186 for a no-cost consultation. That's Thomas Chandler at 662-296-0186 to get started today on your journey to financial health today. The Braves, my Braves, my championship Braves, Mm-hmm. are going to Kansas City for a three-game series April 14th through the 16th. So we just need Mike to be called up. Oh, yeah. No, no. We'll I put a pin in it. We'll see. Okay. Is, that a, is that a midweek? Is that a, during a midweek? Is that no, a that's weekend? a weekend. There's no excuses. We're old, but we're not that old. It's a weekend. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. I hear you. I'm just uh, – we'll, we'll have to look at that for sure. What was the response no in Omaha when you cranked it out? You know, I mean, it's funny. Uh because I just kind of stood there at the top of the left field concourse, looking down at the field, wearing it and just kind of soaking it all in that, you know, we just won a championship. I felt like, felt like I was floating above my body and, uh, and people, I mean, stayed and partied as you saw in the stands, but as people started turning around and walking up the steps, they were, you know, they were, you know, pointing and laughing and, you know, some people came and took some pictures, you know, but they remembered some people did. I mean, which is cool. Uh, I mean, I, you know, it was whether they do or don't is all is all good. But, yeah, you know, kids these days, right? You know, I mean, it's been 10 years ago, and it wasn't – social media wasn't quite what it is now. You know, it was around, and then, like, the SEC uh, – I I was talking to a buddy of mine about it, and he laughed. He was like, man, can you imagine if it would just been a couple years later when, like, streaming yes. – when every game was streamed, it wasn't just Rebel Vision, and, like, Twitter and all that had, like, taken off even more a couple years later. Holy shit, like, I forgot probably, about probably Rebel Vision, thing. man. Rebel Vision was a thing. Rebel Vision, man. Yeah. Oh, hey, God. library, library. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, see, because now I feel like the Mike Myers bit would be perfect for, like, TikTok. Sure. Yeah. yeah. 
it would it, it would it would fit but yeah man it was it was a, it was a fun deal and i mean at the end of the day it's just it was a it was a fun you know stupid thing but it was it was great getting to know mike and several of the players I mean, i got i got to know huber and, and some of the other guys on the team at that time i got to um one cool one funny story about it was they played florida in 2012 um you know, Florida was like number one, and it was a huge series, and we won. You know, that was where Sinquez got the hit, and Bobby Wall scored. You know, the walk-off run on that Sunday. Well, we, you know, we we had split the first two games, and I wake up barely hungover on Sunday, and I have a missed call from a, from a number that I don't know, and I have a voicemail, and it is Brian Kane, who was the uh, the sports psychologist coach, and he was like, "Hey, Matt, you know, he introduced himself on this voicemail, and was like, I want to use you for the for the uh, you know, demonstration to the team before the game today. Uh, it, and, and, you know, if you, if you'll just give me a call back as soon as you can, start calling. And he's like, yeah, bring it, you know, bring the mask and everything and come up to the offices at the stadium. So I go up there and they filmed this video with me and Godwin and it's still on YouTube. It's pretty funny. Um, uh, where, uh, it was in, they, they filmed this video of me sitting in there talking with Godwin and Godwin being all like, you know, like animated and everything and me just sitting there. And across from him, across from his desk, and they they cut that video up and he put it into the presentation to show to the team. Well, so the team they kind of hide me in a closet, and the team files into the uh, team meeting room, the big kind of auditorium style team meeting room at the time, you know, under the in the in the guts of the stadium, and team sitting there and they're doing they you know they're going through and and then they bring me in and I'm kind of around the corner and I get to I get to hear B's tell you know full pregame speech it was awesome and then they they kind of brought me to where I'm standing at the top of the aisle like if you're in a movie theater like I'm standing at the top of the aisle in the very back <laughs> and Kane, Kane was like um guys you know get your minds right we got the best Sunday pitcher going in America today let's go and they immediately started playing the halloween music and i was just standing there in the back and like that's fantastic the, the player the players started like kind of t- looking over their shoulder and just cracking they loved it and like the whole team filed out and was like giving me nuts and high fives and stuff that was pretty cool uh getting to hear bees because then it was even cooler that we went out and won right i mean it was it was pretty uh that was a pretty cool deal and um mike pitched really well that day and it was uh it was fun it was fun and you know, glad another season is upon us. That's, no what I, that's what I'm saying, man. See, all of this stuff, because it's the left field mask, it's like all the good and the bad, the, the whole Ole Miss experience for the last 20 years with Mike Bianco, we can now look at it through the lens of Ole Miss won a title. See, that's it's the full circle oh. moment. of Because you and I hung out a lot in Omaha and just the surreality of being there. You know what I mean? And that they were this close oh, I mean, and then to win the thing is just it's nuts. It wasn't. It wasn't just. I mean, I said it to somebody who doesn't really get it. You know, it's not an Ole Miss fan, and and and, and says, yeah, I said it's. It's so much more than just a team getting hot and winning a title. It was so much more than that. It may seem like that on on the surface, but it's so much more than that. This was this was just exercising demons. Just the definition of it. I mean, and I'll just never forget it, man. I'll never forget. I've told the story when when uh when. You know, of course, every Ole Miss fan has, as well as everything had gone, every Ole Miss fan was a little nervous when we took the when we took the field in the you know top of the ninth or bottom of the ninth, whatever in the ninth. And even as well as BJ pitched and all that, you're still like, okay, all right, nothing crazy here. When he struck, he struck out that first dude, and I'm oh, sitting no. out there in left center. I was standing up on the concourse, essentially where Bench hit his home run. Is where we sat both games or stood, 
And I could hear from there Johnson scream. And I was just like, oh, yeah. this is this is so over. I mean, I think I was hearing you talk to laugh or Clem or some, you know, and they kind of said the same thing of like, after that first, maybe it was his one of his first pitches when it was just on the black, it was like, this is happening. Yeah. And it was just from that point forward, outs two and three were just a formality. I mean, it was just, it was pretty magical, man. I, I uh, all of this 20 year buildup of just frustration. Just gone. And, yeah. Just gone. Gone. Just vaporized. Just yeah. gone. And everybody's relief and euphoria was something I'll never forget. Yeah, no, like walking through the concourse from that left field area to go stand behind the dugout and kind of see the team kind of doing their thing. And then walking out and seeing the team, seeing the team bus leave and everything. I mean, it was just all of it. It was, uh, it was, it was incredible. The lead up to it, I was in Fayetteville working and it just worked out. It couldn't have worked out any better. And that was one of the, like, I, I thought she, she had no problems with it, but, but, I, but I told my wife, I was like, I'm going to be in Fayetteville. If they win Wednesday, if they win Wednesday or Thursday, they're going to championship series. Like I've got to go. She's like, yeah, you got to go. And so it was just all of it. I mean, I watched them play Arkansas in a hotel room in Fayetteville, both nights. Watched them lose, and then and then had to go work in Arkansas in Fayetteville the next day. And of course, everybody's like, yeah, like kind of <laughs> like okay, big one today. And watched it in my hotel room. Watched Delusia just you know crush their dreams and. uh Headed out to headed north. They were all saying, "We hope you're headed south, not north." After after today, and nah, I was headed. I was headed north, baby. Did you get a response in Hattiesburg outside of all the Southern Miss fans want to fight you at the end of it? Did Tim Elko go? Oh yeah, this is the Mike Myers guy. Any of that? Oh no, because I only wore it for a little bit then, and then I, I took it off, and we went over and watched the watched the team, you know, leave and everything. And um, but uh. But but no, I, I didn't wear it. I didn't wear it for just too long. Honestly, it was just so scorching hot, and and I, I just I put it. It was the first time I put it on in a while. So I put it on, you know, wore it around for a bit uh, after the final out and the celebration, and then and then took it off to because there were a lot of little kids around, and honestly, I, I didn't want to be scared a bunch of children. Yeah, but kind of how uh, amazing is it though? Like, I mean, and I will say in Hattiesburg, I did pull it. I mean, we were we had dominated there uh, so much. I mean, I, I wasn't really worried about it. I I, I pulled it out with maybe one out in the ninth. Um, I had it on for the last couple outs in Hattiesburg, but, uh, which was cool, you know, being from there, that was, that was kind of, well, think about it though. Cool, like so. you'll forever be a part of the Ole Miss story of the 20 years that it took to get to the greatest, you know, the promised land. I mean, this whole 20 year journey, you're a part of that. That's a cool thing, man. And, but, I mean, uh, it is, I mean, you know, it is to have, to have that little, that that little moment, you know, in it and uh and everything, it, it was it was it, it was pretty cool. But uh, from now on, you have say. to be like Hulk Hogan, only coming back for WrestleMania. You only pull it exactly out for the special stuff, you know. Oh, I mean, I had said all along that I would never bring it out again unless it was uh, a chance to go to Omaha. That was the thing. So that, which is why I took it to Hattiesburg, and then you know, and then I was like, well, I'm going to the championship series. I got to take it. And but I didn't even want to jinx anything. I didn't even want to tell anybody I was bringing it. And then after the the, the game one, you know, resounding win, I was like taking this bad boy in the stadium. And um, so it, you know, it just kind of unfolded from there. But but yeah, no, it'll it'll have to be a special occasion. But it'll, it'll it has a chance to make another appearance for sure. Yeah, it's the left field mask. It's forever enshrined at Ole Miss lore, Ole Miss baseball lore. So if Mike Myers comes back and he's a part of like the top 100 Ole Miss Rebels are like the all Mike Bianco team when they're building the Mike Bianco statue in front of Swayze. 
you have to be in the stands. Even though you'll be, you know, 40, 50 years old, I don't care. You have to be sporting the thing. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I'm with you. Hey. All right. He's you Matt speak Lowry. the truth, my man. Left field mask, my buddy. Thanks, man. I enjoyed it. Let's do it again. Absolutely, man. Have a good one. Thanks for having me. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc